to-do list and I'm going to feel so accomplished. But I think that the more that we pile on, then that's when we feel so depleted. So like just sometimes out of tune, like we just do so much that it's like I, I, I've burned myself out. Like there's not, no, no more to give. This is Vivian Velasquez. And this is Raul Velasquez. Welcome to the God, Money and Purpose podcast. Welcome to the God, Money, and Purpose podcast. My name is Raul Velasquez, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host. Vivian Velasquez. And I'm excited today. I'm excited because uh, I always get excited when people ask, ask us questions. <laughs> so thank you for the questions. Thank you for the emails. Thank you for the DMs. Um, we got one question that we're going to focus on that's really good, that's really hitting home today. Yes. And um, when I read the question, it was funny because you said, is this you asking the question? <laughs> I thought it was you trying to give me a, a an incognito feedback there. I could. I'll do that next time. But I, I just think like this, and it's funny, like the way that the, the, the way that she starts saying like it's not a very important question or it might not be even be relevant. But I think it's so relevant to what we're going through right now. And it just has so much to do with what we are facing even after COVID or after a storm or in a in a daily routine that we fall into. So let me just read the well, question. Well, before the, yes, so the question, let me okay. frame it by saying, you know, every single, as, as a man, we love to go 100 miles an hour. Like yes. that's one of the patterns that I see, especially if you're an overachiever, especially if you, you're a business owner, you're an entrepreneur, you only have one gear, which is go, going 100 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. And going 100 miles an hour, sometimes we feel that's what's creating progress, but at the end of the day, we're burning out. And one of the things that I'm learning, especially the last, I think the last six months that we've been part of this COVID is how do we adapt the days? How do we adapt the, um, to this new version of ourselves that's operating a, a, a different capacity because we don't have the, the, the outlet anymore of traveling or going to business meetings or seeing people, you know, one-on-one. -on -one. So sometimes we just like to do one thing and go hundred miles an hour in that one thing, but we get burned out. So there's, there's a thing that I wanna, I'm going to share with them, which is the power days. So I that's something that you just started incorporating. We, a client of mine asked me a question. He said, Raul, how do you set up your week? Mm. And I started looking at my week and I realized that I have some power days, I have some calibration days, and I have some reset and recharge days. And I have a day like today. Today's like a flex day, like a middle like power day in the morning, and then a, a reset and recharge in the in the afternoon when we go to our to our day night. I think that's key to understand that if you want to be a high performer, you have to learn how to operate not just 100 miles an hour but calibrate and also reset and recharge and i think you know you just saying that it's just because we are so into this society right like this way of living that the more that we do then the more that we're going to have and even like as a mom as an as a businesswoman that's just starting you know, like just to think like, okay, the more that I'm going to do, then it means like I'm going to be like this overachiever that I'm going to have, like, I'm going to go down this to-do list and I'm going to feel so accomplished. But I think that the more that we pile on, then that's when we feel so depleted. So like just sometimes out of tune, like we just do so much that it's like, I, I, I've burned myself out. Like there's not, no, no more to give. And we have and, to be careful. We, we have to be down. careful because sometimes we do things and we do more things that are unnecessary. Right. Not so and, productive. And look what happened last week. Like last week we had the storm, right? Right. And we, we couldn't find we found a hotel for a couple of days here locally, but then we couldn't find hotels for, for uh, a bunch of didn't have it. They didn't, didn't have, have hotels, hotels for like two towns over. Yeah. 
So we decided to go to New Jersey and we decided to go to the beach and we, we said, let's make a, a getaway from this, right? Yeah, it was amazing. And uh, we rented a hotel that was about, I would say a mile and a half Not from the even. beach. A yeah. mile and a half from the beach. It was like a walk to the beach, right? Yeah. But we had a, the, the, the cool thing about this hotel is that they gave us the beach chairs, they gave us the, uh, uh, the, uh, the boogie boards, included. the towels, everything was set up. And even a driver that took us to, it was like a from VIP the from the hotel, hotel to, to the, the beach. beach. So that was the coolest thing. It's like, okay, yeah. I don't have to go anywhere. Yeah. It's a beautiful hotel. We end up going to the beach. And then when we get to the beach, what, what didn't we have when we get to the beach? Nothing to drink, water, food. We didn't have, we had water, but we had no food. We had nothing to, to uh, like there was, we, had, didn't, we didn't have yeah, a cooler. We, we didn't have an umbrella. Oh, but that's because you wanted to pamper me. Because you don't like the sun. Abigail doesn't like the sun. And then here I am. I'm, I'm, I could just sit down and say, you know what? Let's, let's just enjoy, for, a enjoy for what we have. But then again, the, the mindset of looking to provide and being an overachiever, I said, I'm going to go to find an umbrella, <laughs> right? So I had to walk. <laughs> you left real quick. <laughs> and I, I went to, I said, I saw, a, I, I saw a store and it was like a CVS, but it was. In a surf shop. It was a surf shop. So I said, let yeah. me go to the to the surf shop to get the umbrella. But I said, you know what? If I'm going to get an umbrella, I'm going to need some drinks. I'm going to need some food. So let me go walk to the nearest CVS. Okay. And then going to the nearest CVS, it was about a mile and a half walk. So I'm walking about a mile and a half to the CVS because I couldn't ever feel right calling an Uber from the, for just a, a mile and a half. is just ridiculous, right? Yeah, yeah. But then I go to the CVS and I find an umbrella. Then I find the cooler and I'm piling up a bunch of food, a bunch of stuff and, and water. Then I said, now I'm going to call the Uber because now I'm going to need some help. I can't yeah. carry this yeah. for a mile now it's and a half. But there were no Ubers. <laughs> like there were, like were zero Ubers around. So now I have to carry this shit all the way to the beach. And I'm, but all my, in my mind, what I, what, I was, what I kept on thinking was how you were going to see me, how Abby was going to see me. Of, of being surprised that I'm bringing, here I am bringing the umbrella, bringing food, bringing, bringing all these things. And I walked about a mile and a half carrying that shit, sweating my ass off and, and, and you know, carrying the, the, uh, the cooler with a bunch of stuff. But at the end, did you use the umbrella? Yes. Abigail didn't use the umbrella. You used the umbrella probably half the time. So I'm thinking it wasn't even necessary to, yeah. to do all that. Like, and, and that's what we do as men is that we try to do so much sometimes, but it wouldn't been better. We just stayed, enjoyed. I think it took me a forty-five minutes, probably forty-five minutes. No, not even, not even. About forty-five minutes of missing quality time with the family. Yes, and like, did did you feel praised? Did you feel like how loved we felt that it you was, actually? It, it wasn't as uh, it wasn't. To be honest with you, it wasn't as high. It wasn't spent to me. I thought you were gonna be like, oh, awesome! This is great food. <laughs> You're my hero. At the end, I was like, no, nah, we don't want the umbrella. Oh, we don't, we don't like these drinks. I was like, fuck. Bro, like, it was just like, water. Stop it. Okay, so I am sorry that I didn't praise you enough. But I thought, you know, I, I think it was so cute to see you like with, with this. I, I felt good with, coming with back. This, with this cooler trying to get through the sand. That was my, my thing. Like I was watching you like drag this cooler through the sand. And I know how hard it is just to walk on the sand. And you were like dragging it. And it just filled me with love and so much appreciation for who you are. And you didn't hesitate. Now one bit, you just got up and you left to go find the umbrella. So I, I did appreciate it. I did enjoy the umbrella. And I, I understand what you're saying, but 
The li- those little things, I think, are so far more appreciated than you think. And woman, just a tip. If your man is going out of his way to bring you some <laughs> shit, even if you don't like it, just give him the praise. Because <laughs> next it. time, guess what? I'm not going to bring the fucking umbrella. I'm not going to bring the cooler. Because, uh, you know, at, at the end of the day, I, I, I felt good doing it. That's right. I felt good doing yeah. it. So I'm learning as an overachiever, just being real with myself. Like, I was doing it also for me. I was doing it because, and I drink the water. I ate the food and yeah. I didn't, I love the sun. So I didn't sit on the umbrella, but at yeah. least I felt prouder. Put the umbrella yes. there. And that yes. umbrella wasn't going anywhere. That's right. So, You're so cute. So get, you know, as an overachiever, you need to make sure that um, you you don't burn yourself out because it would have been easy to to miss the whole experience of the day yes. by trying to do something that was probably unnecessary. And I think, I think like, you know, things like that, it's like, okay, you are doing it for the greater good, Right. But there's there's certain times that we do things that are not necessary. And the, the umbrella was necessary, but there's so many other things that, or so many other times that we do stuff that it's not really necessary. And, you know, come to think about, too, this is a pattern because <laughs> Abby gets the same way. You know, the other day I came in, I think I had ice cream or something. Okay. And I brought in, I'm going to Ben and Jerry, not Ben and Jerry's. I don't know what the ice cream is. She likes the half and half or something like that, okay, right? Okay, yeah. So I went to two. <laughs> Two of the stores looking for the half-baked Ben and Jerry ice cream that she has. And I came home oh, and God. the first thing she says was something like, where, where are the cookies or something like that? And what I, what I told me is like, if somebody does something good for you, praise them. For praise that. them. Because yes. next time, guess what? I'm They're not going to get you it. shit. You yeah. know? So, yeah. so now she's, thank you, daddy. Thank you yes. for getting me. So she's learning as a, you know, as a little girl now to praise the masculine when he's doing something. Because I think yes. that's a big pattern of women. Like, it's never enough. Yeah, it's, it's like, oh, okay, you you knew I wanted that or you should have gotten that or that's what I deserve. But it, it's just maybe not being in tune with what's happening at the moment. So, like, it goes so fast. So it's like, okay, you came in, you gave me the ice cream or you came in and you brought the umbrella <laughs> that was supposed to happen, but it's not really supposed to happen. And I think we focus so much on the things that we don't get that we're so used to that pattern that when we do get something, we don't have the courage to actually praise the other person. Because it goes it goes a long way, especially when, one of the patterns that I see subconsciously if you start start to study psychology, you get a hit of dopamine. Um, I see what with my son. My son is, like, he's working with me. We have a, a summer internship. He's actually he's getting paid to work with me. So that's he has right. a podcast he's going on. He's very happy with it. So every time I see it, when I tell him, hey, man, that's a, that was a great, great insight that you had, or that was a great conversation, he wants to do it more. Yeah. He wants to show up more. But if I criticize him, I say, hey, next time you could have done better. Next time you do this. And I'm, I'm learning myself as a father how, not, but it's not a fake praise. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just tell you, your kids or, or your authentic, husband authentic. that is, oh, you're doing a great job when you have fast and shit. It has to be. And those little things that when doing a, a great job, just let them know. Yeah. Let them know like that, that you appreciate what they're doing. That's All a right. good one. So let's go into the question. That was my, my rant for. Yes. But the, I did appreciate that the umbrella and the umbrella will stay in our garage for many summers to come. But, but you know, that's a pattern that we have when we go to the beach. We always carry a lot of shit. <laughs> last that's summer, why last summer we didn't carry last anything. Last summer, man, we, we, we went there. Anything. We looked like like at the immigrant family crossing the border. <laughs> we had the umbrella. We had the boom bags. We had the cooler. This <laughs> Stop time I had, it. I had like a, a big ass cooler. So like we're learning how to. Yes. travel light yes. this time. But I love you for it because you always make every experience memorable. Okay, so this question is... Okay, I know this may not seem like it's very important, but it is. I'm telling you, every question is very important. It's, uh, may not be so very important question. She started, she's saying she started that. She's saying that. that. I know that. that this may not seem like a very important question or a problem, 
But it's truly taken a toll in our relationship. I love my husband, but I feel so disconnected from him. My husband is truly addicted to TV. It's not just your husband. It's everybody's husband that gets addicted to TV, social media. I mean, TV could just be replaced with social media, your computer, like whatever becomes an addiction. I'm just saying that. He could sit there for hours and feel so left out and truly don't know how to get his attention. Sometimes I don't even know if I want to get his attention because it feels like he'd rather do something else. I would love any insight you can provide. And it's funny because she put her name and then she put, thanks, a desperate wife. Desperate Mm. housewife. That's so cute. Don't get desperate. I think, one, if we get desperate, it it just brings that energy of like desperation and and like anxiety. And and you don't want that. It's, it seems like it's a big problem, but it could, I'll just tell you how I solved it because my husband was the same way. When, and I, when I heard that, when you would tell me that, I was like, is that, is that you trying to give me some feedback? Is that you that trying was to you, That you? was you in the past. And and here's the thing. Like, there was every question. Think think of, like, every question that you send and every question that you want to ask. It's, it's never a stupid question or a little question because there's so many of us that could relate. And if you have the courage to ask that question, it will help someone else that is listening to this. And even us, like, to, to think back of, like, how we... We went through this stuff because I have to share this with you. I like, have an addiction. Raul and I have been married for a couple of years now, 20, 20 plus years. We've been together for 20 plus years. And I remember the first year that we moved into one of our um, first homes, we didn't have internet or we didn't have cable or any anything that had to do with TV because we made a promise to each other that when we moved in that we were going to dedicate our time to each other because Raul knew that his addiction was a TV. Like he could literally sit in front of the TV for hours on end after he did his work. And after he, you know, like always has been a hardworking businessman. So that, that part, he never failed. He's always been a provider for us. But when he had his downtime, you would just sit there and not even like watch a real show, but just scroll through the channels. It's hunting. It's, oh it's my hunting. gosh. It's like hunting. commercials or TV or whatever it was. And like, he managed to, in the middle of the night, managed to find and make an antenna. Because we didn't have cable. We didn't that's have that's cable. how bad my addiction with yes. TV was. We, we, didn't we decided have cable. not to have cable. So he actually made an antenna out of a hanger. And I I even think, like, I remember you trying to put this thing together. And I'm thinking to myself, like, he's going to electrocute himself. And making the antenna out of a hanger so he could catch some service. And I think you managed to get like two or three. Yeah, I got two local channels. Local channels. One was a Spanish telenovela. So I I ended up in the two or three in the morning just watching TV because uh, that's that's the addiction. Is that's that's the um, uh, you know as I understand later on, you know, the pattern is I was trying to turn off my mind. Mm. I was trying, and that's the feedback that I'll give um, this lady that sends a a message is that your man probably is two things are happening. One. He's going 100 miles an hour, and he doesn't know how to turn it off. And the only way sometimes that we know how to turn it off is either we drink, we sedate, or we watch something that takes us out of our current reality so we could experience something else. And that's what movies does. Uh, movies take us out of our, our that, that's what they do. They, they take out of our current reality. Um, what I was looking at now looking back is, I, you know, I was, it, I was thinking constantly, going 100 miles an hour in my head. That's that, the only way for you not to. The only way to, for me to kind of like, yeah have a good night's sleep is to actually think of something that has nothing to do with my life yeah. 
and just but it's watch not TV. really having a good night's sleep. Like if you're watching TV subconsciously, you're you're like you're preparing yourself with all these things on TV. Like I don't think that's a good thing to go to sleep. So here's the thing for us as women. It's like okay, so how do I put this? We want the attention all the time, right? So like if you're sitting there for too long, then how do I'm asking, like, how do I get your attention? Do I even want to get your attention? And well, then, that was the dangerous part where she said, do, do, does she even want to get attention, right? She goes, does it even want, it's, it's too much work now to get no, the attention. No, I don't think it's that because I could relate to that when she's saying something like this and maybe rephrase us to the fact like, okay, once I get your attention, once attention is eyes on me, then do you really want to be with me or do you still want to watch TV and be with whatever else that's happening? Because I think sometimes that happens even like to us. It's like, I don't want to bother you because you're already watching a movie or you're watching TV. Do you really want to come and sit with me and listen to me? So it's not from a place like he doesn't want to be with me, but from a place like, okay, maybe he's already like settled down. I mean, that's how I'm, I'm interpreting. He's already settled down. Do I really want to take him away from that? So I, I think that the main thing is to really understand what's the purpose of like if 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 you're if you're not bringing from watching TV, <laughs> bring him to the bedroom and start talking <laughs> about all the problems. You, exactly, you have to see how do you get his attention out of something that he's engaged in to something that you know is going to work for both of you. Mm -hmm. um, TV, alcohol, uh, porn, uh, anything. Uh, it's, an addiction. Addiction. it's an addiction. Yeah. It's an addiction. It's an escape. It's a way to escape. Yeah. Uh, maybe he's burning out. Maybe he's just too busy at work and coming home and just wants to veg out on the, in front of the TV. Many of, of my clients have, have found me after they're like, man, I'm just so not passionate about my business anymore or yeah. my life period that I just, you know, I'm scrolling through social media. I'm scrolling through Facebook. I'm scrolling through through YouTube. And then all of a sudden they watch a video of me like pretty much punching them in the face. I said, hey, have you lost the edge? Because that's where it is. Yeah. If you're sedating, if you're just watching TV, if you're just playing video games or watching porn or doing anything that's not productive, that's sedation. Yeah. And if you have a pile of bills and if you have problems in your business, you have problems in your marriage, you're escaping yeah. those problems. So yeah. anything so anything that's going to take you away from your problems is a, is a way to escape. Now, how do you solve it is you start really looking at, okay, what's useful, what's not useful? Mm. Instead of looking at what's bad or good, right? You could right. say sit here and say TV is bad all day long, but the reality is it is it useful or not useful? Sometimes I go it through a hundred miles an hour and I need to watch a movie that takes me off of my head so I could actually connect. And I've done that. We have, you know, events, boot camp, and the first thing I do is I just say, babe, I just need to unwind. I go get a workout. Uh, I, I come home, I watch a movie, Sash. and I can actually, you know, relax and then I'm actually able to to be yeah. human. Because I still have that energy sometimes of being on my on my bootcamp events or, or in business. So then that's that's kind of like I wouldn't say like um, you have the permission to do it, but I think a lot of the times what happens is like not just with men, but men and women, right? Like in a relationship, you give your all when you're outside the home, when you're in the business. So you're giving like I would say like ninety eight percent of who you are on the outside, and then you come home and you, when you walk through those doors. Yeah. That 2% that you're bringing back home, it's like the leftover. So then you come home and it's like, of course you don't have time to yeah. dedicate for the relationship and the talking and, you know, the, the sex making and the babies and the cooking and all the stuff that like relationships at home still have a need for. So I think a lot of the times it's like we have to be present to that because I know that 
you know, like when you come home, you still have a wife, you still have kids, you still have stuff to take care of at home. You can't just bring that 2%. So I think, you know, for me, like I have to remind myself, like I have to pace myself throughout the day and I have to like mm, breathe and point. I have to take good care point. of myself, you know, in my app with this ring, like it tells you like you could have a meditation time. So I take those times and I meditate. So then when you come home, then I have to force myself to close my computer, to put my phone away because see i'm not addicted to the tv because i don't like to sit there i can't physically sit there i think for women it's really hard for us to sit there and do nothing because that's just the way that i'm wired that we're wired but i have to put my phone down because i'm addicted to social media i'm addicted to my shopping thing like i love to shop on amazon and i love to shop on like i was gonna say that listen like the, shop up or yeah, whatever. women criticize men all the time but I, you don't are, watch tv do but thing. i see the the amazon orders coming in and every <laughs> single day there's a fucking box in the front door <laughs> so like at least i'm watching something. tv i'm not ordering anything <laughs> if a man is watching tv he hasn't ordered anything he's, he's actually not, he's doing nothing he's doing nothing he's but women are into shopping you know yes. that and that's and that's the other Parts like what's useful and what's not useful. Again, I'm shopping for the house. I'm yeah, not shopping for me. That's what you keep telling me. That yes. what are those boxes? What are those boxes? Yeah, I see have? the Amazon. I mean the Amazon guy. I see the UPS guy. I'm like, don't come here right now. Uh, don't come. Don't come. Every single day, there's a box in the house. So okay. So then you know, like for me, that's that's my thing, right? So then, like, I have to put my computer down. I have to put my phone down, and I have to be present to like, okay, now how can we? make this time together how can we just how can we disconnect from our addictions because that's a choice right and then connect with the person that's in front of me whether it's your kids whether it's your spouse or whether it's yourself and yes we all need a little downtime like it's funny because Alison armstrong which is one of our my greatest mentors she talks about how like men need to sit in front of the tv and do nothing what are you doing honey nothing but you're still sitting in front of the tv because really for you that's like nothing and for us as women like we're always running around always looking not looking but the stuff is looking for us is always calling our attention and the only way that we that you get our attention is through actually like physical touch and being the loudest thing in the room and we were talking Mm. about this right it's like you need to touch us you need to hold a hand and like bring us literally to like where where we you want us to go whether it's sit in the couch or sit and go to bed or whatever it is right but like men or women are so completely different and i think that we need to really learn to honor that that part and not try to change it but try to have this like conversations and have this discussions of like listen like i need to feel loved like i also need you or whatever it is that you need to feel loved and you need to be seen i think that's where the the key thing is, is finding what influences him or her. What is their need? Because yeah. for men, the need is to create. The need is to continue to go 100 miles an hour and, and be a driver. Like yeah. I, I find myself when I go home, I need to shift. Right. I need to shift from that mode of, of of being the warrior to being the king. Yes. And stepping into the other version of myself as, you know, to be able to be with my family. So I'm not just a crazy fucking maniac going in there. Right. But at the same time, the uh, there has to be an outcome, has to be a role. And and if a man is coming home and nobody's praising him, saying, Hey, great to see you, and then the kids are over, and then of course it's gonna be it's going he's gonna go in front of the couch and just have control of what the one thing that he control, which is hunting the tv just being there and doing nothing that's that's a good thing that you say that too because one of the things that like i have to i have done and this is something that 
could literally like change anybody's day is when somebody walks through that door and you get to see this from our dog Benji like he's so good at that just animals are good at that because it's like they're generally so happy to see you right so like they're the first ones at the door and if you could be like that little animal and actually I don't necessarily want you to run to the door but like to go to greet the person and be able to change that energy of the room when somebody comes in and genuinely genuine be happy for that for you seeing the person and greeting that person and almost like have that dramatic entrance of like i know you do that you're so good at that you're like when you come in you're like honey i'm home and you're like screaming from the top of your lungs and you change that energy and we're like generally like we're so happy to see you and i'm so happy to hold you because god gave you but, back to me but again it, but right it's a, it's, a, it's intentional Yes. And that's what the things. Like, it wasn't always like that. No, it's, it wasn't. It's intentional and feedback, and and it started by just communicating. Like, what would I like to see? You know, I tell my kids, listen, I'm you coming say home. You all the time. I tell the kids, like, is Benji the only one that's happy to see me? No, we're I, all happy to see. And then you, I call Alejandro and I call yes. Abigail, and you, yes. so then that's the that's the communication. Is like, what is it that you want to see and get clear? So of, you had to you say that. To, you I, had to I, tell I have to us speak that. What yeah. I want, because otherwise, yeah. uh, you know, it's not going to happen. In, right. in in any area, your business, your relationship, speak yeah. your truth, speak what you want, and don't force people. But at the same time, uh, act as if as already happening. And I think it's because good to if, ask. If you're coming in and you're asking people to to greet you because because you know you you the gift for them. That's you know it, it might be a different energy. But if you're coming in with like, listen, I'm you know I'm happy to see you guys. I'm yeah. generally happy to see you, and then the energy. It's mutual. Yes. And little by little, it's just it's just part of part of the game. I mean, it's it's hard being uh being married for a long time. And sometimes it's the guys hard, need to guys need to need to know time. the patterns. And sometimes we go too hard. The guy might be burned out. The poor guy might be working, you know, 80 hours a day and all he wants to do is watch TV for a couple hours. And again, I'm biased because I, I talk to men all the time and I know a lot of the times most men are just wanna provide, just wanna be yes. dragging the, yes. dro- the so umbrella. For a mile and a half, and the cooler, and then we come we come to the beach, and nobody's telling us nothing. Then all we want to do is sit down there and do nothing. <laughs> so next time, next time you won't get that praise, if you praise the uh, yeah. praise uh, your husband for what he's doing right, because what's wrong is always available, but also what's right. right. All right, so great. So thank you for that question. And if you have any questions, yes. send us a DM, comment below, uh, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook, follow us everywhere except for our bedroom. That's where we keep it private. That's right. Thank you for being here today, baby. Love you. Appreciate you. And I honor you every single time that you step out of your comfort (laughs) zone to share some insights with people out there. Learn it, live it, experience it. it. Love life. If you receive any value from this conversation, comment, subscribe, and share as we continue to impact more people and take it to the next level. And please send us your comments and questions so we could answer them in the next podcast. See you in the next episode.